When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Hockey Town West podcast. Here to talk all things Griffins, Firebirds, and Walleye are your hosts, Nick Harrington and Brandon Cook. This is going to be an episode. Yeah, should we even do it this week? No, thanks everyone. Bye. That's, I mean, <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, after the two games we had and just the weekend, I'm just kind of over it. Good and, start. And uh, Brandon's still, trying still, to, still, still coughing. Still trying to get over it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I think going out Friday after the game might have reset my recovery clock. Oh, jeez. But also, if I didn't go out after that game, I probably wouldn't have been a nice person the next day. Are you a nice person now? Yeah, always. Perfect. Perfect. Except to nine people in particular in Grand Rapids, but we'll get into that. <laughs> nine people. That's all you have. That's all they said. That's your list. They said it was nine. Nine I, people. There was in... no way it wasn't. There was more than nine that. people in GR. Maybe ten. Maybe 10. <laughs> Probably 11 by the time this episode's over. <laughs> 10 and a half. <laughs> well, welcome to the Hockey Town West Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Brandon. And I'm Nick. And what a rough weekend of hockey we... Overall. ...had to deal with. Yeah. There's only one team that we follow and, like, that performed above and beyond their expectations in their game on Friday. Oh, which yeah. Which would be Toledo. Blew up. Where were they played? Fort Wayne, nine to two, which was, or was it nine to three? Nine to two. Nine to two. Whatever. They scored nine freaking goals. Incredible. Love to see that. Nobody saw that coming. Nobody. I don't even think they saw it coming. Doucette gets four points. There was Great time. There was a Toledo storm coming through Ooh. Fort Wayne. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good reference there for. Those Toledo fans, Why? but we'll, we'll we'll go more into that game. But that was that that was the highlight of the hockey weekend for this podcast. Yeah, Red I mean, Wings got blown out. Not really, but they got beat. They got beat. beat down. Uninspiring hockey. Yeah, that's a good word for it. Uninspiring hockey. But and we almost went to Flint today, which would have been inspiring hockey. They did well. Yeah, they won. I just checked it. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I'm glad we didn't. I needed to relax today. You needed to do the same. I need to relax this week. Yeah. It's the last week of the month. Oh, God. So my job, we're not relaxing. Nope, you don't get a second to relax. Nope. Not at all. So, so yeah. Can... <laughs> that was well done. Well done. Kick, kick us off for Friday. So you went to the game. I did. And we played Cleveland. We did. It was my first day back at work from being in training for four days. You were uh, in Cincy. It's Cincy. So we didn't get back to one o'clock in the morning. My entire work group went to this game and I was like, sorry, I'm going to have to pass. <laughs> like, not going to go to this game. I'm exhausted. We came home and we watched it. I watched it here. I can imagine watching it from the comfort of your couch was a lot less frustrating 
I'm sure it was still frustrating, but being there in person, I, oh, where do we want to start with this? Do we want to... First period. Or, wait, you said Nash, I hit them. Dude. <laughs> okay, first, I, I'm not going to dog on a person for saying, like, I, I could never get up there and sing in front of, what, 5,800 people that night? Which yeah, is a true. low Friday attendance, let's point that out. That's low. 5,800? Yeah, that is pretty low. That's low. Uh no, like the girl did a great job, but it was long. It was like one of those ones where if, if you're betting on it in the, in the Super Bowl, <laughs> uh, you hopefully you hit the over. It was long. I want to know when the girl, the two little girls are coming back because they were yes. they were the best. Yes, that would be. Maria needs to experience this. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, but no. So first period, yeah. Let's just let's just do it this way. First period, okay, on, our, on both ends, I guess. Uh, Cleveland had 11 shots to Grand Rapids is 10. It was, oh, it was really back and forth. No goals, a couple penalties. Um, it was it was very back and forth. What I would have liked to see more in the first was putting more pucks on Jet Greaves. Um, I, I I mean we started with 10 shots, which is great compared to the past few games. Yeah. Like I was happy to see we didn't have 20 shots against in the first period and only four shots for. Like we got more shots and we defended a little better. That was good, but it just seemed like a lot of dilly-dallying with the puck and playing around with it and trying to make something out of nothing, but, like, every single time there was something there. There was opportunity there. So, I don't know. There, there was nothing really, like, that I could pick out in the first period where I was like, man, that was a good attempt or anything like that. Everything just kind of felt meh. As you would say, the vibes felt off in that building Friday night. Well, there was only 5,800 people. Well, that... And just everything felt, I don't know, it felt wrong. It felt like the game should have been played, if I'm being honest. So it, was just, it was quiet. Fans weren't in it. The fun section that we sit in was quiet. That's weird. It was, everything felt really off. I felt like me and Vince just talking about catching like catching up on life and work and stuff. And our, we were the loudest people there just t- chatting during the game. Oh, you went with Vince? Yeah, I did. Nice. Yeah. Um. So... Yeah, end of the first. You know who did play well in the first? Who? Kosa. Yeah. That's you know who played spot. well in the entire game? Kosa. Kosa. Yeah. yeah. Um, we'll get we'll get to that. <laughs> Kosa, Kosa had a good first period there for sure and a whole good game. The piece I was looking for going into this game the most was to see how our new captain, Josiah Didier, yeah. was going to come out he got to he got the start you know he was he got the start of the lineup. Uh, they didn't really do anything special for it. They just announced as your captain. So anybody who doesn't follow the team closely that was in the building that didn't know we didn't have one just thought it was your captain. Boo. That's where I think the vibe felt off first. It's like there was no like congratulations, nothing like that. Did they even play the video from like the handshake from Lash off to? Nope. Not that I saw, unless it was played during the intermission when I got up. But at the same time, why would you play that then? Yeah, that's weird. Yep. Did he start? Yeah, he was on the ice to start. Huh. Yeah. Super weird. Weird vibes there. Didn't didn't like that. Yeah, that's would would call out the team on that one. Yeah, that's fair. So I would too. Second period comes around. Nothing too crazy, right? Just kidding. Um two minutes into it, Cleveland gets on the board first. That's a turnover. It's a bad turnover. It was, that's both goals that Yeah. Right in the same area. Right behind the goal net. So what did I talk about last episode? Oh, 
we or la- after the last two games, we we struggled to break out. Right? Yeah. We couldn't get the puck out of our zone. Yeah. Well, that's still a major problem. We cannot get the puck out of the zone. We turn it over in our zone more than I've ever seen this team do before. Like I'm genuinely concerned about that. It's a problem. Yeah. With the defensive talent that's on this team, it's a problem to see that. And then it's not saying just the defense, though. The offense isn't doing anything in the neutral zone to make anything happen either. There's no puck possession. None at all. No. The passing is horrendous right now. Now, I'm not going to say entirely that that was the team's fault. When, we, when I showed up there, do you remember when we went to Flint and it was kind of warmer outside? Yeah. And then the, there was fog on the ice. Just, yeah. Yeah, that's what happened when we got there. I've never seen that in Van Andel. Huh. Something temperature-wise was in balance in that building, big time. It was a weird It was a weird week. For the it last was. Week for, of October. For, like, weather stuff, yeah. It was 70-degree day, 50-degree day. I get it. You're not going to make it perfect every time, but the ice surface was questionable. Yeah. Puck was very bouncy. Um, I mean, there's a lot of times where we couldn't keep it in at the blue line because the puck was bouncing over the stick or anything like that. And fans are getting frustrated thinking that we're just playing, like not being able to play the puck. But no, like you, if you watch it close enough, it's bounce, 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 and then it hops right over. Like you couldn't predict where to put your stick to get it if you, no one could have stopped it. Yeah. But again, both teams playing with the same surface. Both teams have to battle that same problem. Yeah. And Cleveland simplified their game and just did a harder forecheck in a cleaner entry into the zone instead of trying to pass, 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 which resulted, I mean, this goal obviously was a turnover and they were able to play it cleanly, but they, they adjusted to their elements. Grand Rapids kept trying to play the same game they always play and tried to be fancier with it, try to make all these nice passing plays. It wasn't the time for it. They yeah. needed to adjust to that. They so, needed to play grittier. Yes. So end of the second period, uh, that period, Grand Rapids gets 10 shots again. Cleveland gets nine, another well-balanced period on shots there. Uh, that was the only goal scored by Cleveland, so they're down one nothing coming into the third. So the third gets, this is where things get interesting. So Why? Well, we'll get there. <laughs> so seven minutes into the third, Cleveland takes a 2 nothing lead. Meyer gets his second goal of the night. Um, another turnover. Another turnover. And it say, about the same area, just on the other side of the ice. Yep. And... I don't fault Kosa for any of these. Like they, no, they, no, they God, were no. good shots. Um, no, I don't fault him with a single one of the three goals that went in, like at all. It, yeah, no, we'll get to that. Um, so after that, sixteen minutes fifty six seconds in, Simon Edmondson finally just rips one from the point, and it goes in. It was a beautiful shot. It was put the puck on net. Magic happens, right? Uh, Lesby, or not, sorry, Cross, Hannes, and Hirose got the assists on that one. It was a power play goal as well. The power play seemed to be clicking pretty well, even though they only went one for four in this game. Uh, the puck movement, all things considered, was decent. Um, so if you get back within one, maybe a comeback can happen here. That's, you know, that's the Dan Watson way. That's kind of the Griffin's way, it seems like, lately. Because uh, there's three minutes left, so anything can happen. Correct. And anything does happen. Anything <laughs> does happen. Now... I'll say the precursor to this conversation as we get into it, after the Edmondson goal happened, some of those foam pucks that we'll talk about ended up on the ice. Just a couple of them. And Would you that, say like nine of them? No, like three or four. Okay. At that point in time. Why? What? Why were there pucks on the ice? Because fans are stupid. Oh, 
Wow. Well, okay. you know, we'll get we're gonna get into the pucks thing. I want to finish the game recap. We'll get into that part first. Okay. So. Well, because I wasn't there, so I'm like, why? I know. Like, typically when I go... Like, they're drunk idiots that decided to throw it in celebration of the goal happening. They're not... It like, was in the middle of the goal celebration that the pucks ended up out there. Because typically you don't see pucks on the ice. Well, you see like, one puck on the ice. Yeah, but after, <laughs> after like, somebody scores, that's why I'm like, why was there... And there was an announcement, or no, at this point? So there was an announcement at this point. Zane made an announcement saying that if it continues to happen, the Grand Rapids would be assess- uh, assessed a benchminder for... The- this happening because okay. that's what happens with the home team. The announcement was so faint because the goal song was still playing. People were still cheering about the goal. He didn't re-say it after the play resumed, and they didn't cut the music or anything like that or not, didn't turn him up. His audio, again, was quiet because the arena wasn't packed. They had the audio turned on. It was definitely quieter than it was when we were there on the home opener. Okay. So at this point, I heard it because I was kind of focused on what was happening. But if you're just a general person and the people around you are louder, you're not going to be able to hear it. Yeah. Could you hear it at home? I I didn't have the volume up super loud. And I was like, I was on the phone at the same time as I was watching it. So I didn't hear it. I didn't know that there were pucks being thrown on the ice at that point in time. Okay. So no one had made that clear at that point yet. Yeah. Not okay. That I... So it happened after the Edmondson goal. That's where you first see it. So anyways, Yeah. I didn't know. So that happens. Yep. Carry on. Three minutes left. Pull the goalie, right? Uh, Gettinger gets his second as a Griffin at 19 minutes, 33 seconds into the period. Right at the end here. Assisted by Lesby and Hirose. Hirose with a nice little two-point night. Um, again, this is just one of those goals where you threw the puck at the net and things that I didn't even think it went in at first. You just tossed it. It felt like it was a nice little wrist shot, but I, I didn't think it went in. All of a sudden... You see the net move a little, and you're like, oh, God, that went in. That's awesome. It's a tie game. We're going to go to overtime. I was stoked. I was like, finally, we figured it out. We oh, yeah. Put nuts, put nuts on pack. <laughs> put what? Well, there's a blooper for Patreon. Uh, <laughs> we put pucks on net, and look at what happens. Yep, they both go right goals. In. Both goals. Yep. So, that point, crowd's into it, obviously. We're all cheering, having a good time, high five, and we tied the game. I turn around because at that point I turned around and high five the person behind me, and I turn around and I see sixteen twenty of those stupid little foam pucks on the ice. Why? Because people kept throwing them. Still, were they coming from the same like section, or no, are they all, all over? over? This was all over. This was one person did it that everyone else thought to do it too. What? Again, we'll get into that. We'll have a whole separate conversation about that. But then, so this happens. So, we go to overtime, though. Well, hold on. Okay. So, this happens. Grand Rapids does get assessed, assessed that bench minor, and we go into overtime a man down. And I'm at home, and I'm listening to this. I'm like, what? Why are we a man down? And they say, there are people throwing stuff on the ice. I'm like, what? Because they, they didn't show any of that. No, of course not. They're showing the celebration. They're showing the, yep. you know, um, just yep. graphics and everything like that. Yep, exactly. And, you know... You didn't you didn't have Bob to listen to Friday night. No. So I mean I'm sure Bob, we had the away. We had oh. the away announcer again, probably or somebody. No, you had Larry and somebody else. I had Larry and somebody else. But you know if Bob would have been on there, you would have heard what was happening. Yeah. Because uh, he would have been irate, and as he should be. But anyways, so we go into overtime. A man down. Cross Hannes is serving this penalty. I want to point that out there. That's an interesting person to serve the penalty. interesting person to serve that penalty. Um. 46 seconds in. 
Cleveland wins the game. And like I said in our preview episode, Trey Fix will Wanski ends up on the score sheet because he gets the assist on this goal. Because of course he did. Of course he does. Um, nothing Kosa could have done on this one here. Nothing at all. He, I feel so bad for this kid because he played an absolutely fantastic game in net. Yep. While the team in front of him for probably the first two and a half periods of the game didn't do jack to provide offense. No. And he kept the team in it. It, it, it easily could have been 5-1, 5-2 Cleveland. No overtime needed if it wasn't for Kosa. So I want to make that very clear. Is Kosa, yet again, it, it's a loss, sure. The loss not by his fault. No. He has played some fantastic hockey. I'm very happy to see this development track he's taking here already. He's very confident in net. He's seeing the puck extremely well. He's owning the net very well, and he's making. He's not flailing and doing anything crazy like you've seen him do in the past. He'll do that when he needs to, and he makes big saves doing it. But he's staying calm, composed, doing the right things. Yeah, yeah. I, I would agree. I there's no. He wasn't giving up any crazy rebounds. He was tracking it. He was right in front of the puck. I mean, he's such a big guy. So as long as he's in. As long as he's doing his job, he's in front of the puck. Yep. <laughs> he's going to stop it. I mean, he even said it, po- he even said it post-game, too. It's that simple. He, he said, you know, the, g- he, the way he... He's a goalie. Right. Stop the puck. The way he says this every time, I'm always thinking in my head is like, is this a good thing or a bad thing? But he said, you know, the guys let me see some shots early. And I'm like, are you, are you saying that defense let too many shots come at you at the beginning? Or are you, like, saying that they position themselves well to not give high opportunity chances and let pucks get to you so you could adjust? I'm going to go with that one. Maybe he also needs that, that he likes to see the action first. I think he does. I don't think he's a goaltender that can sit back quietly for the first 10 minutes and let our team dominate, and then all of a sudden a puck comes down his way. Like, I think he's got to see a couple shots on him early. To which, get into the game. Which kind of makes sense, too, with the way he played with Edmonton, the Oil Kings. Yep. He, I mean, that route, he didn't get a whole lot of shots. Toledo didn't get a whole lot of shots. So maybe he does need that, you know, yeah. the the different style up here in the AHL. So, but yeah. I, I thought he stood on his head. I feel like our goalies, both, all all four of our goalies this weekend, <laughs> Count Huso and... Uh, Oh, no, only Huso played this weekend, didn't he? Yeah, only Huso. For the Wings. Yep. Uh, All three of our goalies. Played outstanding. Yeah, actually, you can throw four in there because Bednar had Bednar an had outstanding him. game in Toledo, too. Yeah. So. We had, and I'm looking at the stat sheet, sorry. We had 35 shots on that. Yep, Griffin's on with 35 shots on this. 15 of those in the third where they were trying to get back in this game. They got back in this game, and here's where we can go into it. So, yeah, because you're just foaming at the mouth. Dude, these. Foaming. I'm, at pissed. the mouth. <laughs> I've never been foam pucks. more pissed off at a hockey game in my life. One, you're not a fan of hockey if you're doing this stuff. These people don't deserve to be called fans. They don't even deserve to be called people that showed up to the game. They're just people. Terrible people that decided to make stupid decisions because they drank one too many $2 beers, bought some foam pucks they didn't understand the rules for, and decided to chuck them on the ice. I have never in my life watching hockey seen a fan or fans cost the team an opportunity to win. Dan Watson said it in his post game too. 14 years behind the bench, never seen anything like this. They said on the announcement too, like the broadcaster said they've never seen anything like this in yep. 30, I'm sure they're, what, 30, 40 years of doing this. Yeah, no, it's disgusting. It's stupid. Now, drunk people are going to make drunk decisions, clearly. Obviously, that's going to happen. Yeah. 
don't sell things that you encourage them to throw on the ice after the game. Yeah. I'm not going to blame the organization on this point because obviously people make their own decisions. But, yo, if I see these phone pucks for sale at the next game, I'm going to be pissed. If we didn't learn a lesson here, like, you got to change something. I have a million questions. Go. So, first, they did kick out like nine of these people. They found a few. They. <laughs> so, I could only see from my perspective where I'm sitting in the corner. I saw one group to my left get kicked out. I was really focused on them because the guy was being belligerent about it. And he wasn't he wasn't going at first. But security and the ushers were way too lax on trying to figure out who these people were. Like it took fans getting riled up the point where I thought we were gonna see, you know, one of some those fights. I thought we were gonna see some fights at Van oh, Andel. Which you don't see. Right. And they just moseyed on down there and they're telling the guy to leave and, and he finally did get him out of there, but there was no urgency around it whatsoever. Nothing at all. Do you so, the dumbest thing that I can connect this to as well is that these fans pay for these pucks. Yep. They're assigned to that individual. Yes. So, throwing... Because the whole point of these phone pucks, if you, if you haven't been to the game or you're, you're a newer listener, is that you buy a puck for a dollar, you throw the puck onto a, a space, a target, at the end of the game. Mm-hmm. The money goes to... After ch- the game. After the game. It goes for charity. Yep. It generates a lot of revenue for the charities. Yep. Which is fantastic. So you don't want to get rid of that aspect. No, you don't at all. And you know what's funny too is like the example of doing it in the first intermission probably is honestly the best way to go about it. Like honestly, but at the same time. But you lose money as the game goes on. Correct. You lose money on that. And drunk people are, what if they're not out there in the intermission? They're just going to throw them whenever. Right. And the, th- the problem is that now that this has happened once, if the option is there for it to happen again, it's going to happen again. It's all over the internet. Everybody knows about it. Young kids are going to be stupid about this. Drunk idiots are going to be stupid about this, and they're going to do it again. What do you think the punishment should be for these individuals? Because they, they can identify. They've already identified. They identified everyone. They that, yeah, no, they should. I mean, I, I said banned. Like, bye. You're done. Gone. You should not be allowed back in the area. But how are they going to police that? How? Put their photo up. That ain't going to work. You uh, see how lax these security guards are that they hire? They wouldn't pay attention to it. Yeah. I mean, when you go to buy tickets, it's going to be tied to, like, an address, a phone number. Uh, sure, yeah. And in that system, awesome. Maybe that's one way to do it. Are they pressing charges? I, I, they have not released anything else besides their little release they did after the game. That's already been memed by two other teams. <laughs> I saw the one by the checkers, but I didn't see the What was the other one? Oh, Rockford did after they beat us. Oh, yep. Um. Anyways, so what do you think is going to happen? You think you ought to take it away completely? Yeah, hundred percent. So, okay, I'm going to be the two extremes here. Take away that completely, or take away two dollar beers. I'm done with. I'm done with it. They provide nothing. Two dollar beer night gets drunk college kids to show up to the game through the first intermission to drink their cheap beer, and they leave. Okay. How many fans do you see leave after the first? Uh, I don't know. I've only gone to two games this year. So, like, it's it's still early. So, towards the end of last season and everything I've seen from the first two Friday games of this season at home, they show up, drink, and leave. That's all they do. They go across the street. Ushers have said the same thing. Security guards have said the same thing. They just get up and leave and go drink elsewhere after that. But they buy the cheapest ticket possible 
to come drink at the game for $2 a beer, load up, and then go out and about their Friday night. End the promotion. It's not worth it anymore. It's caused more harm than good. I mean, this is one game. Yeah, but it's not one. This, this is all different things leading up to this one game. I feel like there's been multiple issues where overly intoxicated people are getting kicked out of games or being ridiculous, being obnoxious. Like, I get it. I go to the games, I throw back beers, and I have a good time. Yeah, you do. I'm a civilized human being about it. Like, Sometimes. Yeah, right? <laughs> I don't ruin the game experience for everybody else. Like, those supposed nine people ruin a game for 5,000 other people. Uh, and a team. In a whole city. Like, do you not realize the fact or remember the fact that this team missed the playoffs by one freaking game last year? One point. We lost a point. One point. Like, the momentum we had going into that overtime, there's no way we lose it. No shot. I'm I, sorry. I don't know. That lineup that was thrown out on the ice for overtime was kind of sus. <laughs> yeah. I'm... But, I I mean, it was, and for reference, it was Shine. It was New Power and, I believe, Didier was on the ice for that goal. It's going to be Shine, New Power, Didier. Yep. Yep. So what a way to start overtime it, with cross in the box. Yep. So we'll we'll talk about the the pieces of the game. Let's recap. Let's finish the finish the puck thing. And the puck incident. The puck incident. But because I know you've been just foaming at the mouth since. I've been furious. <laughs> like I know it sounds stupid, and there's people online. It's just a minor league hockey game. It doesn't count. Yes, it does, dude. Like it counts way more than just a. Be- it's not a beer league game. Well, it was that night. For real. People pay hard-earned money to go watch this, and this organization works their tails off to put a product on the ice that's going to at least be good. And these idiots, man. I, I, I'm i only saying idiots because we're not really supposed to swear as much on this podcast, or we try not to, to make it a, listenable for everybody at any given time, not just when the kids go to bed. I'm surprised I haven't swore more. You know, yeah, me too. It's pretty good. There was a lot of words in my mouth I wanted to say that night, I'll tell you that. If we would have been recording the night that night after the game, oh, buddy. I kind of wanted you to, just to, like, get it out of your system, because I knew it's been eating at you all, all, all weekend. You told me to bottle it up. <laughs> I know, bottle it up, bury it deep, we'll yep. be able to release it later. But, yeah. I mean, I don't want to see a promotion that impacts charity to end. Yep. Um, I, I, The beer thing, I don't care. How many times do we go to a game where I'll get the $2 beers right when I get there because I get there super early when it's not busy yet? And how many more $2 beers do you usually see me buy that night? Oh, you load them up. I carry two of them for you. Yeah, you, you buy wish. two of them. And some, then we we try to get one somebody game behind where us. we hooked it up. <laughs> but normally after that, I say screw the line and I just go buy a regular priced beer and enjoy it. And I get more options when I do that too. Yeah. And there's part of me that also feels like this ridiculous increase in beer prices is because they need to make their money back on two dollar beer night. Maybe, yeah. Like, I don't know. They, I don't. I don't foresee them ending this pro- either promotion, the chuck a puck, or the two dollar beer and a hot dog night. All I can say is we see far less drunk people on Saturdays. You see more people on Saturdays in that arena. Yeah. More like Even the you, season you read t- through like comments on like Facebook and Twitter and stuff on this incident and this happened because you know local news and stuff of course have shared articles on this too, and there's so many comments of I don't even bother going on Friday nights anymore because of two dollar beer night. Yeah, a lot of season ticket holders don't go Friday nights either. No, I know because the amount of the long lines yep. and the drunkenness of the patrons around. Yeah, so 
I mean, again, it sounds crazy, but... I don't think they're going to end it. I would like to see it gone. I think the Chuck-a-Puck might switch to a different time. I could see that. But when? I don't know. That's why it was like... That's why I want to know. You're still putting them in the hands of people. That's the thing. If they're gone during the intermission, they don't pay attention. Because it also comes down to the people that are selling them and explaining when to do it, too. If those people that are drunk already aren't paying attention when they're buying them, they're not going to freaking know when to go do it. And they see, oh, I have this puck in my hand. I'm surprised this hasn't happened before. Yeah. Like blowout games in the past? Yeah. I'm so shocked. But people are getting stupider. So... I mean, yeah, it... it, It's crazy because your name and information is literally tied to that puck. Oh, yeah. You're dumb. So, to throw it... Yeah, I... Yeah. It, it's it's ruined my Friday night. Well, in Saturday, in Sunday. Yeah, so I mean far. that didn't ruin the next two nights, <laughs> but it ruined my. I mean, I was already having a bad Friday with work and some other stuff, so I was like, "Oh, this game." I, I, was, I said it in the car, like if they get blown out in this game or something, I'm gonna be pissed. I I didn't I didn't predict this. No, and when I was watching at home, I was watching and I saw that play develop in overtime, and I'm just like, oh. We're going to bleep this, these words out. But, yeah, I was like, no. I was literally screaming. And Maria was like, are you okay? Are you Why are you standing up? And I was like, I was like I'm mad. I'm like, I, I'm frustrated about this. This is so stupid. I cannot believe we just lost that game because of, you know, the situation that happened. And when I went into work the next day, because my fear was it was my work group that was involved. Because <laughs> oh, man. they had a puck issue last year uh two employees threw pucks those foam pucks at each other oh that's right so i'm like oh gosh something it's probably my my group probably got involved in this like and they said on on their end because they sat at they i don't believe they sat near you guys i think they sat on the other side of the arena where they sat last year where they sat last year where by the couches and they said that they couldn't hear that it was going like they couldn't hear zane no saying to stop and he goes then they couldn't hear um they couldn't hear zane telling him to stop it was a bunch there was only a few and they were confused because like well at other games you could throw stuff on the ice and i'm like they're like well octopuses get thrown on the ice at other is this them admitting that they were the ones no they said everybody was doing it they were telling there was a lot the second goal there was a lot the first goal there was just a couple but no again you couldn't hear that announcement that's what they said. The audio, like, we talked, we've wanted upgrades in this arena for a while. Audio and video need to be, like, the first upgrades. Well, they've already but, got upgrades planned, and those two are not. I know, that's the sad part. Yeah. It, it's... Like, there's, if you could have been able to, one, hear Zane say that announcement, and two, if they had a board that was over center ice that people could actually read, yeah. where you could prompt a message up there quickly, yeah. you probably would have gone a lot further than what we had. Because the video board at the end, no one pays attention to. No. You need something over center ice. Yep. It's pretty sad that the K-Wings can figure that out, and we can't. K-Wings have a huge board. Their board's twice the size of ours. Yeah. In a smaller arena. Is that why it looks twice as big? Maybe. <laughs> but still. But still, they found a way to make something fit in that building. Like, Yeah. I don't know. I just don't understand how that stuff hasn't been upgraded and addressed. I don't understand why you can't hear a piano. If there was an actual emergency in that arena... We're screwed. You can't hear it. You can't hear anything. Oh, gosh. I don't even want to talk about that subject. I know. That, yeah. But that's like, I'm, 
they got to do something. I really hope they take it seriously and don't just be like, oh, it won't happen again. Here's here's my other problem with this too, though, is that they should have never continued play. They should have taken a timeout. The refs could have called a timeout on the ice, said, you guys need to stop throwing stuff on the ice. Like, turn everything off, right? Mm-hmm. You said Zane did all these announcements during the goal song, during yeah, the you goal hear board. It. They finally cut it during the second round of it happening. Yeah. And that's what I'm saying. Like, they need to stop. Because with you, you watched the playoffs for the NHL playoffs last year. Yep. Florida did this. I remember that. They, they threw stopped everything. They stopped everything. They threw uh, rats on the ice, which is what their thing is, right? Yep. They threw bottles. They threw uh, garbage. They threw classic Florida. Every <laughs> I wasn't going there. I wasn't throwing shots, but they threw a bunch of stuff on the ice. And what the the referees did was they just stopped play. They let them get it all out while they're announcing stop, and no team was penalized for this. No, and they did it both games. Yep. Which, the second game, they should have just been penalized right away based off of what had happened the previous night. So, that's my issue with it. Is yeah, I don't like have... how it defaulted to a penalty. I, I don't like that. Like, again, yeah, we should have stopped everything. But I... I mean, that, those are the rules. I understand that. So... It's kind of stupid at the same time, though, to penalize a team that's playing on ice for something that some idiots that drank too much beer are doing. Yeah. Like, if there's a delay of game by the team on ice, then yes, I understand that. But something that everyone's clearly frustrated by, both sides on the ice. Like what? You... Yeah, the the players were pretty. Uh, oh, they were like you could tell it. in post game interviews because yep. like, they did Edmondson, Costa, and then Watson, and you could tell they were all. They they didn't have words. They, they to were tiptoeing their, around their words. <laughs> really Simon were. was really yeah. tiptoeing around his words. <laughs> yeah. He had to stop himself quite a bit to think before he talked. Yeah. And I wish he would have just let it fly. No. That would have, oh, man. No. He did the right thing. He did the right thing. But you could tell, too, even like after the goal was scored, Kosa was absolutely devastated by it. Teams patting him on the back all the way back to the bench. Like, it's not how this game was supposed to unfold. No. I mean, I would have rather taken the 2-0 loss than uh, <laughs> yeah. after the situation be an embarrassment like this. Shout out to did I tell you how Zane addressed the crowd after the game. No. When he said the final score, he was like, the final score, your, your Grand Rapids Griffins, two. The Van Andel Arena Monsters, three. Oh, wow. And I was like, ooh, that was a good one. Wow. That was a good one. He's not wrong. No, not at all. That's that's crazy. Yep. That's crazy. Um, dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was a funny one. <sighs> yeah, that's that's a, it was a tough loss. Uh, anything else you want to add on that? That piece? No. Should we talk about the actual game? We did. Well, I mean, like, any piece that we want to add to the game? Uh, go ahead. I'll make it quick because we went, we went through that a lot. and That's... Yeah. No, just like, again, like we talked about in the middle of it, Kosa, outstanding game on his end, really happy with his gameplay. Amadeus really seems to be getting his flow and figuring out his speed and trying to get into zones to make plays. I really wish he would stop pulling out of the puck as long and get it off his stick a little quicker onto somebody else's. Uh, but again, he's really starting to showcase his speed, which is what we need to see out of him. Um, Casper, Casper did had an okay game, and nothing, nothing bad there. Uh, Hiroshi obviously had another good game there. Uh, New Power threw a bone crushing yeah. hit early in the first, and then dropped the gloves as well. Uh, which the guy he hit wasn't even the guy he fought. <laughs> uh, the guy that he fought came off the bench, slashed him. 
And of course, New Power is not going to take that. And then they right. drop the glove. So I'm glad he got the slashing instigator on that too. <laughs> yeah, guy gets off the bench and decides to throw a slash and ends up with the extra penalty. Idiot. Um, but no, outside of that, nothing else that stood out to me. Uh, I thought Elmer looked a little bit more composed in this game, but nothing of flash. He just looks a little slow right now, man. Looks like his his speed is slowing down a little bit, and like his force when he's going to throw a hit really isn't there. He just kind of bounces off people now. You think his compete level is? I don't know what's going. There's something more going on there, but we're not going to unpack that without knowing any details. I just hope we see him shake it off and and get back to normal here. Yeah, it's it's very odd. Yep, something we're still keeping an eye on. But I'll, I have a question. Albert Johansson, how did he play? So something happened with him. What? Uh, I think it was near the end of the second or near the middle of the third. Uh, he Or no, someone said he didn't play the second half of the second period in the third. Yeah, because he so has... I don't know if he was injured or what. He has no accounting stats. No goals, no assists, no shots, no plus minus, no, 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 no penalty I'm minutes. I'm pretty sure he got injured and he did not play Saturday night. Oh, shoot. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on that and hopefully it's nothing serious. Because he had an injury last season that kept him out for a while, too. So, Yeah. So, he didn't play Saturday. Yeah. Who'd they... Who'd they... Well, let's take an ad break real quick and we can get into Saturday. How about that? That works. Because I had nothing else to add. I just wanted to make sure I talked about those key players. Ad break? Yep. You can bet on how many foam pucks will be on the next game. Over, under, starting at nine. The NFL season is going strong and DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking new customers up with an offer that's even stronger. Bet 5 bucks on any game this week to score $200 instantly in bonus bets. Get in on the game day greatness. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet 5 on the NFL. That's code THPN only on DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, licensee partner, Golden Nugget Lake Charles, LA, 21 and older, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Well, I was setting up my new laptop at the same time. Yeah, so this episode might be a little late based off of... Yeah, uh... (laughs) my computer died uh, Friday, which was my lead into that wonderful game on Friday. I was having a great day. (laughs) But yeah, so don't worry. I'll be back up and running eventually here. This might be delayed. Sorry, folks. A little bit. Anyways. We have a weird recording schedule this week anyways. Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Um, no, we control not, the schedule, Brandon. No, no. we uh, No, the team's schedule controls our schedule. The team controls our life secretly. You just don't realize it. Yeah. You so, haven't put it together yet, but this team actually controls everything we do day to day. We're just we're just puppets. Yeah. As we're being played with with the lineups that we <laughs> recognized. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Hey, we're paying attention. <laughs> we do pay attention. They might think they're the fourth line, but they're really not the fourth line. Yeah. Did that happen because I said that's where Elmer needed to go? And they're like, yeah, we'll just move the second line to the fourth <laughs> line in the graphic. Here you go, Brandon, it happened. <laughs> hey, so they I, wanted it to please you. And what I need is time on ice, but again, AHL stats are so limited. You know what I really want? What? Face-offs. Yeah, face-offs would be fantastic to be at. Because when I was 
not to completely derail from saying we're going to talk about Saturday night. Friday night, we couldn't win a dang face-off. That was another problem. Yeah. I think it pulled over into Saturday night, too, from what I remember. But we'll get into that. We'll get into that. So, anyways, Saturday night in Rockford. First meeting of, what, 12 or 14 against this Rockford Ice Hogs team? 12. Yep. And we lose. <laughs> yeah. It was a pretty boring game. Yep. Quick run through the scoring action, and then we'll get into it. First period, Rockford scores two goals. Uh, one 11 minutes, 29 seconds in, and the next one 12 minutes, 9 seconds in. Boom, boom. 16, 16 shots. Yep. Rockford, 16 shots to Grand Rapids, 4. Look, we're right back to where we were a week ago. Awesome. We just did it opposite. Last week we did it on Friday, and then we tightened it up defensively, but didn't score a lot on Saturday. But wait, we tightened it up defensively and got shots and didn't score a lot Friday. Did Oh, God. Anyways. I'm just excited for Wednesday. <laughs> yep. Second period, uh, no goals and very low shot counts on both sides. Rockford, four. Grand Rapids, five. And we didn't get a shot on to, like, 15 minutes. Like... <laughs> 15 minutes left or so. It, it, they they made a mention of it. They're like, well, they had four in the first period, and they're now at five, and there was like 12 minutes left or something like that. Have you ever seen the meme with like the <coughs> Vietnam flashbacks? Oh, God. Yeah. I'm going to make one for last season to this season. Yeah. It, like that's how I'm feeling right now. It's it's very eerily similar. I wasn't joking. I literally was sitting there making Griffin's memes in Canva last night. <laughs> so I know you were. There'll be more. There'll be some fun ones for the future. Hopefully I don't ever get to use them and they just turn around. Well, we got them locked and ready. Yes, we do. Uh, so, yeah, that was all the action for the second period there. There was two penalties called in the second period on Grand Rapids um, in that one, but Rockford obviously did not convert on the power play there. They went 0 for 2 and we uh, went 0 for 1. 0 for 1. Yeah. So oh, I'm was... sorry. There was two penalties called in that period. One was on Grand Rapids. One was on Rockford. Neither of us converted. And, yeah, there we go. So, third period, not much action here as well. Shots, Grand Rapids 9, Rockford 7, and Rockford gets the empty netter with seven, 17 minutes, 34 seconds into the period. That was it. That's it for the scoring. Griffins lose this one 3-0. Rockford, total shots 27 to Grand Rapids 18. That's a number that's going to haunt us, isn't it? Yeah. Um, 0 for 1 on the power play for Grand Rapids, 0 for 2 on the power play for Rockford. And there we go. So, start here. Michael Hutchinson gets to start in this one. How do you think he played? I thought he played really well. I did too. I thought, like, you. May, I think we were, well, we did a Discord yesterday while we were watching it. Yeah. And this game could have easily been, like, 5-6. Easily. Much. So, I thought he played well. The He was seeing the puck. I don't think any of these goals, I'm trying to remember them. It was such an uneventful game. I had this game and the Wings on at the same time. Both uneventful. Both out of it. I mean, besides Joe Valeno's goal, that was, that was probably the sickest thing I saw this weekend. Yep. No, Hutchinson, I agree. He played very well. Um, it's Again, this, this team needs to start producing something in front of their goalies because these goalies are playing some of their best hockey. Yeah. And there's nothing to show for it besides their save percentage. <laughs> like, that's it. <laughs> that's, that's so unfortunate. Yeah. Like, we're... Like, Hutchinson being here was so random, and like he knows, like if he doesn't end up staying with this team, and it's Alex Lyon that comes down, like he's this is his tryout for everybody else. He's he's playing his best hockey so he can find a spot to land on another team. 
if it's not here. So, God, let's get him some wins while he's here. Holy smokes. Let's get some wins on the on the books, boys. Yeah. Um, another game where Lombardi's name was said constantly on the broadcast. Yeah. Which, shout out to the Rockford broadcast. I think they did a good job. I did too. So they, we had to, uh, we didn't have a local broadcast last night with this being a road game and Bob still being with Detroit. So we had, we got to listen to the Rockford announcers and they did a really good job of doing research about the players and the team before the game, being able to talk about like where they were before the Griffins and knowing like enough about them to at least fumble through it. Yeah. And, you know, I give them credit. They got all the pronunciations right too. Like it wasn't ML Viro or whatever, you know, when he was <laughs> out there. So no, like that was, you always worry when you get stuck on the AHL app having to listen to the away team, but Rockford's actually did a very good job. So credit to them. Um, yeah, Lombardi played well. Casper, I thought was a little quiet. I mean, everyone was quiet in this game. There was no offense at all. Um, weird thing to call out is that, uh, the lineups that were shared before the game, new power was listed. New power did not play. Jared McIsaac ended up slotting in there and, uh, Albert Johansson as well did not play this game. As far as we know, something might've tweaked or he might have a small injury, uh, from Friday night's game early on in Friday night's game. So things we'll, to keep an eye on. Yeah. We'll keep an eye on that. We know we get Didier back on defense and then we lose <clears throat> two defenders. Oof. Two. Well, if new powers hurt for some reason, he took, he had a couple big shot blocks at the end of that game Friday night. Yeah, he did. One of them looked like it stung pretty bad too. So I'm assuming he was game time decision, which means he's probably not out long, but that was unfortunate to see both of them out. You definitely could feel that miss on the back end there, but Vero slotted up with Simon and I thought did pretty well with him, uh, kept Simon out of the penalty box. <laughs> there, I mean, it felt like such a boring game and there wasn't many penalties there wasn't many there there wasn't much it was like hey we showed up on a sunday and this is the effort we're gonna get it felt like the team was still frustrated about friday night and just they looked gassed they looked slow there was zero compete it was we kind of just showed up played the 60 minutes and left yeah yeah that's exactly how i felt about it i thought cross played well too i think he played really well um and i do want to point out i mean we called him out for being a little undisciplined this season so far. And besides serving that penalty. Um, oh, no, that counts towards his total. No, I don't, think, I don't know if that counts towards his total or not. But, I mean, <laughs> that's the only time he was in the box all weekend. And he still produced uh, or attempted to produce offensively and try to make plays happen. So uh, I'll give him credit there to see that change up. Simon still took a penalty Friday night. But did also score. So, again, if you're going to take a penalty, at least come out and score too. So Yeah. And did it score on it? No, they did not. So, yep. Well, point. we knew we knew Cleveland wouldn't. Um, Cleveland's looking good this year, to be honest. So for us to take them to overtime, yeah, sure. You know, I... <laughs> Rockford's not looking great, and they smoked us. I'm... Yeah, I mean, this was this was just a frustrating game. It just it just felt like it felt like there was zero momentum there. I don't know. I'm I'm. Happy the boys get a couple days off before they go down to Cleveland. And I really, I don't know. I just need to see a spark. Like, we need a spark. Something needs to happen. Someone needs to heat up. Someone needs to go on a tear here. Who's it going to be? I have the exact person. Who? What this team needs is some burgers. Yanni Burgers? Johnny Burgers. Yanni Burgers. Yanni Burgers. 
coming back. We do have him back. So, and he leads the team right now in points, right? No. Oh, Hiroshi does. Hiroshi does. Zarnik is second. Oh, I thought you told me Bergy was the other night. No. So, that might be the spark that this team needs. Little burger time. So, I like that thought. What's his goal song? I don't know. We're going to have to find it. Did they share his on this? (laughs) I don't know if they did. Um, I want to get into this too later. We will. Besides Bergeron or Zarnik coming back, because we know the team produces offense with Zarnik. He's second in points in the team. He's only played two games. Everyone else has played the six. Like, that says something right there. That's That's a terrifying stat. Yeah, we thought this year we'd have a lot of depth. We do. What are they doing though? That's the question. <laughs> like they gotta wake up a little bit here. So who's who do you who on the team that's not with Detroit or just got sent back from Detroit? Who do you want to see provide that spark? Who do you want to see step up here? Because Hiroshi's doing his job. Yeah, Hiroshi's been really well, like yep. really good. I mean, are we talking forwards or defense? Anybody, I don't care. I mean, I, I don't care if Costa takes it up the ice and doesn't Michigan. <laughs> and that's what we spark. That'd be a penalty. Really? You can't cross center ice as a goalie with the puck. Oh, darn. Could I mean the amount of uh length on that stick for a goalie to be able to do a Michigan, I mean, it's kinda like a cheat code. I mean he's so tall he might be able to reach from across the ice, but he might be able to. Uh I I mean maybe we do need a goalie goal. You know, sparks the team. We need to be up by a couple goals <laughs> for that to happen. No. He can just shoot it. And if he if he gets through all the traffic He could have been the first, it would have helped out a lot. <laughs> Um, I mean, that would have been amazing, but I would like to see that spark. I mean, we talk about Elmer every week. Like, I don't want to beat up on the guy anymore. So I'm going to go with, I want to see a young kid pick up and just go with it. Yeah. And I'm going to continue like between Casper and Lombardi, if those two can do the spark, but we also have to remember, we have somebody else coming back. Hmm. Carter Mazur. I think that's going to be the spark. Th- that's got to be the spark. I think it's going to help a lot. I'm just... With this coaching staff we have, we shouldn't see this uninspired hockey that we're seeing right now. And that, that concerns me. We're on a four-game lose streak right now. We're on a four-game losing streak with a team that's built like this. Yeah. And, again, it's not that I'm not seeing, like, we're not we're not seeing the results, but we're also just not seeing the effort. They yeah. look gassed every game. They look exhausted. Like what's keeping them up at night? I was gonna try to say something funny, but I couldn't <laughs> think of anything. Like, it's just it, the shot counter. I mean, we're we're right back to where we were last year. Yeah. No, this feels. I don't want to say it feels no different. It, it feels no different. I'm not sounding the alarm bells either. No, we're it's less early. than 10. <laughs> we're less this than is a, 10. This is such a different team. Different. Co- everything's got a mesh, right? Hockey's not one of those things where you can just build a super team, put it out there, and it's going to work. You could put. You think we're a super team? No. Oh. But you could put the five best hockey players in the world on the ice together with the best goalie in the world, and they're going to struggle at first. You, you, you need chemistry. You need to be able to click and like i say the passing has been atrocious on this team and that's concerning like we don't know where the other guy is we're not looking before we're passing the head's not up we're not looking down ice we're not looking for those opportunities but then when we get in front of the zone or get in the zone get in the slot we're still passing it there 
in this Rockford game that I noticed just as I started paying more and more attention, getting more and more frustrated, was I would love the graphic. Like, you know, in the NHL, you can get the graphic to see where shots came from on the ice. Yeah. I want that in the AHL. Because I feel like 95% of our shots in this game and the night before came from the top of the circles. Nothing in a dangerous spot at all. We're just shooting it soft out there right into the goalie and carrying on. Maybe we need to start tracking. I don't have the mental capacity to do that. <laughs> I am not a computer, especially right now. You don't even have one. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for that. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I we have some pieces coming, but to look at this existing lineup, I mean, I think it, I'm going to throw a lot on these kids, but th- this is our future. It's Casper Lombardi. Like, those guys need to step up. The other guy that I would say on the defensive end is Wallander. Yeah, he's. I don't think he's played well since he's been over here. No, and again, this is a, another situation where you know we saw Simon and Albert come in and struggle adjusting to North American ice too. I'm assuming we're seeing the same thing here, and he'll get it together eventually. He does need to stop falling over um, when you, he's out there. You said the ice was pretty bad. Yeah, that's true. Um, a player that I, I think I need to see step up and do the darn thing. I need to see more out of cross. I know we've seen offense. I know we've seen some goals from him. We've seen some undisciplined actions from him. We've seen the like he's the guy that like at least is bringing the energy out there. But somebody on this team needs to be a leader and inspire the others. Yeah. And I was hoping that we had a leadership group assigned that we'd see it. And this was the most uninspiring hockey weekend that this team has played. And it's our first weekend with our actual assigned leadership group. Yeah, I. I... I was pumped this week to see what we we're going to do coming back. A lot of people were mad that Shy didn't get it. Get over it. There's a lot of comments on it. We don't know the team. We don't we're not there. We're not in the locker room. Yeah, we we don't know. Being a captain is more about or more than just about getting out there, bringing the energy on the ice, throwing the hits, making those plays. Don't get me wrong. I love Shine and I would have totally respected the decision for that. Dan Watson picked a guy who's been a captain on previous teams. He's been in the leadership group of championship teams as well. He made his choice, and then we've got to deal with that. I don't think anyone can talk negatively about it, and I don't think there's any animosity in that room about it. I would hope to God there isn't. Um, and if that's the reason why all of a sudden we're uninspired like this, then I'm sorry. Get over it. Get over yourself. That's all i got to say to that. Yeah. Didier is a great choice. Shine's still an alternate captain, and Rafferty's the other one. I think it's a good group. I think it is too. And out of the guys that have played so far this season, they are the guys that are also bringing energy out there. They're they're doing the thing that we need to get done, but everything around them just looks so discombobulated right now. Hopefully it was just a bad weekend. I hope so too. But it wasn't great the weekend before either. No. That's where I'm concerned. And we have an away game in Cleveland here. And then an away game... Friday? In, no, Saturday in Milwaukee. We only have two games between this yeah. and these in the next weekend when they're back home. So hopefully we can figure it out. You know, Dan Watson likes the road trips to get the team closer together. He says, I don't know. I just want to see the guys step up. These kids do need to step up more though. They're, they're getting there. They're getting there. I think they're getting, we've got to stop trying to be fancy. Yeah. I, I think they're, they're making strides. I just, I know in January, we're going to be talking completely different about this team. A hundred percent. I hope. I hope so too. <laughs> like, I think things will start putting meshing together. The chemistry will be there. I think those kids <clears throat> will be able to find that extra gear and then really blow the top off. 
Yeah. I, and it, it's going to take, like we said, we weren't going to come out and blow the doors down. This wasn't going to be like we're going to be talking undefeated teams still or anything like that. We knew it was going to be a struggle. Yeah. And we know what the end result will be better. But like I, like I said, they, they've got to stop playing around with the puck and getting it on net. They need to get in those gritty areas and start fighting for those chances. Like we saw in the first weekend, there was a really tall guy in front of the net a lot. Which one? Elmer. Oh, yeah, he's tall. I haven't seen him net front in the past three games. It's so weird. And when he's up there clearing space, clearing traffic for that puck to get through, it's easy. Yeah. Puck's not getting to the net right now because there's no traffic in front of it. We're not creating traffic, and we're shooting from these really weak points. If you think about it, both of our goals on Friday night. Came from the blue line. Yeah. Well, was was Gettinger's, well, not from the point, but you know what I mean. It was it was further out there. So yeah, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully we see something different. I would like to see a little bit more shakeups in the lines. Maybe try to find the spark somewhere else. I know Watson's not trying to go full blender. You know Jeff Blashill status here, but maybe he should. If it ain't working, we should probably fix it. And it ain't working right now. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm again. It's early. I'm not. I, I told you seven games was my limit before I start. Putting my tinfoil hat on, but... Oh, well, I'll start building it for you right now, buddy. You usually do. But anything else you want to add in the Griffins weekend here? So, yeah, I do. Yeah. They're, the build-up for the week was the captain. Yeah. We touched on that. Yes. The other fun and exciting news was the goal songs. Didn't get to hear many of them. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Jeez, Brandon, we're trying. Sorry, we're sorry. trying to go into a good, a good yes, moment no, here. They were doing decided to do something fun and assigned, which is what we've players, been asking for. Right, let the players pick their own goal song. I love the concept of this. Our guys picked some strange songs, though. <laughs> There's some weird ones on there. There's some really funny ones on there. Um, I'm pulling it up right now. But at the same time, there's some strange ones that if that song plays after a goal, I'm gonna be like, what? So these goal songs, like I said, the guys picked some some interesting ones here. Uh, Nolan Stevens going with Africa by Toto is kind of legendary, <laughs> though. Uh, my favorite one was uh, Damn It by Blink-182 uh, by Rafferty there, which would have loved to have heard that. Riley Sawchuck, man. Yeah, I like it. I love it one by Tim McGraw. That's a, that's a choice. That one I'm excited to be able to hear. The other one... Gettinger going with Jump Around. Great choice. Didn't get to hear it. Didn't get to hear it. Um, Kosa going Without Me. <laughs> well, yeah, the fact that they let the goalies pick one. <laughs> oh. Dude, what was the other weird one? That, what was the weird one that you thought? Um, I mean, you said, I thought that Volander is just a, a, a Swedish song, but you said it's a Swedish national anthem. No, uh, I got it mixed up with Vero. Zero, Vero's got the Team Finland World Championship goal song. That's awesome. That's where... That I didn't even was. notice that when I looked on there. Zach Aston Reese is just a big old jerk. I love that one. That's Never going to fa- give you up. That's my uh, favorite one. I hope... He hasn't put on the score sheet yet, so I'm hoping it starts. Uh, Juicebox Hero for Taro there was an interesting one, too. That's uh, a choice. And I was I was surprised by Cross Hannes. A-OK by T- Ty Verdes. Yeah. I, I, I thought was, he was going to go more country, like Tim McGraw, like the Riley Sawchuck pick. I was but... America. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, if I, you would have picked that, I would have died. <laughs> <laughs> Just 
Just the Bud Light There's, with the thing. Uh, yes. <laughs> There's still time to change it, Cross. Um, yeah, no, it's it's cool. I like this aspect. I mean, again, there's there's you know there's rinks that have goal songs that are iconic, right? Like we all know the Chicago Blackhawks goal song. Everybody knows that we all hate it, but we all know it. Everybody now knows Detroit's. Yep. Some people hate it, love it, love it. And the, you know, there's those goal songs that you know you get crowd participation in and stuff like that, like the New Jersey Devils when in the middle of theirs instead of like whatever chant instead of Let's Go Devils, they always like Let's Go the player that scored. Oh, say nice. their name. Like all these rinks that have these traditions, I wish Grand Rapids had something like that over the individual goal songs, but I'll take this instead of that. We gotta start their traditions. No one pays attention to us yet. Wait, to us, like individuals, or yeah. us as a team? Us individuals. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been noticed at all since I've been in the arena. <laughs> it's like we're not on video or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I think this was fun. I'm excited to hear quite a few of these. Um, I I hope we get to hear without me at some point, like a nice little Costa goalie goal. Yeah. But yeah, this was cool. This was a good attempt at fun here by the by the team, and I love it. You like it or you love it? <sighs> Thanks, Riley. <laughs> Thank you. I I was excited about it. We got a captain announcement. We got cool songs. I was everything like, leading up to the weekend was great. Yeah, until nine people. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, that's what I was excited about. Did you have anything else? I mean, we have a Toledo game to talk about real quick. Go through. Oh, I need a score sheet. There was a lot of goals scored. I don't remember them off the top of my head. Oh dang! There's a lot of penalties too. Holy! Oh yeah! Crap! Oh yeah! To go from the other one to this one. Jeez. Yep. So. Toledo has game two of their season in Fort Wayne on Friday night. And holy crap, this game was wild. I wish I would have been able to watch this game or watch a, like a replay of this game. So, we said it earlier, Toledo Walleye won this game 9-2. to two. Shots on goal, Toledo 40, Fort Wayne 36. Toledo went 3-for-7 on the power play and Fort Wayne went 0-for-6. So... Toledo, or let's run through the goals here. First period, there was three goals by Toledo, two by Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne got on the board first, then Toledo scores literally under a minute later. Alex Doucette gets his second goal of the season with Sam Craggs and Anderson assisting on that one. Uh, right after that, Hawkins gets his first of the season. Lewandowski and Trenton Bliss get the assist on that as a power play goal. Fort Wayne scores after that. A guy I called out last episode, Sintazo, gets his first of the season. Good job. Trenton Bliss and Hawkins get the assist on that one. Hey, he figured out what side of the net was actually on that he was going towards. Yeah, I like it. That was it for the first period there. So Walleye come out of that one leading 3-2, to two, and then it all of a sudden becomes all Walleye from here. Second period, Jake Willits gets a goal assisted by Sam Craggs. Sam Craggs gets a goal assisted by Alex Doucette, his second point of the night. Uh... Lewandowski gets his first of the season. Cruz gets his first of the season, assisted by Keenan. Doucette gets his third of the season and second of the night on the power play. And then Cullen gets his first of the season, assisted by Gabriel and Doucette there as well. Doucette, four-point night for the walleye. This is something you'd love to see because remember what I said. His first half of his first game, he looked nervous as all get out. Um, Those nerves are gone, and he's playing very, very, very well. 
I want to know how in a game where you win nine to two that Tatayev was in minus one in the game. <laughs> that doesn't make much sense to me. But anyways, just of unfortunate timing being on the ice, I guess. Uh, Colin plus four, Anderson a plus three, Cruz a plus three, Doucette a plus three. Doucette also had five shots on goal in that game. Hawkins had six shots on goal in that game. The boys were firing the puck at the net. Um, they finished with 40 shots total. Correct. And But Fort Wayne still put up 36. So what we got to talk about here is Jan Bednar gets to start in this one. So Lethman didn't go back-to-back. He faces 36 shots, saves 34. That's a fantastic game. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Looking through these penalties here, though, because, again, we didn't get to watch this game. You know, I see we're in the third period here. This is looks like 13 minutes into the third period. I see... A All slashing penalty on Tatayev, <laughs> a cross-checking penalty on one of their guys, uh, a double minor for roughing on one of their guys, a misconduct for continuing the altercation on one of their guys, a double minor for roughing on Willits, a double minor on their guy for roughing. Um, so Toledo fans got to let us know what happened here because uh, this looks like we missed some fun. This was where all the, all the fun energy just went to Fort Wayne, apparently. Yeah. So, I mean, good for them. No, this is like... There's a lot of walleye fans who questioned the coach hiring and stuff like that, questioned if we'd see offense get generated. Granted, we're two games in, but, you know, you saw this, this walleye team the first game of the season take, uh, apparently what's a good Kalamazoo team, yeah. who's playing well this season so far, took them to overtime and unfortunately lost. But they walk into Fort Wayne and just dominate. And this sets up a return home for this home opener for this team where, I think, like I said at the beginning of the season, fans have something to be excited about with this team. Because if your goalies are playing the way that these two are playing already, just like in Grand Rapids here, the goalies are playing well. Yeah. But the offense here clicked, and uh, they clicked quickly. Which is good. Yeah, it's really good. Team Doucette have a four-point night. I just I was looking up his stats for across the league. Mm-hmm. He's 22nd for goals. Doucette is? Yeah. That's, he's a top guy for... I mean, a lot of teams have played a lot more games in the wall already, too. Their schedule is very light to start the season. I think Kalamazoo is already four or five games in. Yeah. So, well, and a lot of people are tied with three goals. Yeah, exactly. So, technically, if you take those out, he's tied for third. <laughs> right. When, but when you talk about, you know, on the Grand Rapids end, we're lacking offense a little bit here. And then you see some guys that eventually you want to see in a Griffin's uniform Plus generating points. offense. We, we said... In our season preview, if Doucette can carry over what he did in juniors in Toledo, Toledo fans are going to absolutely adore this kid. Yeah. He's doing it. Yes. Already. Quickly. Very quickly. Which is what's... Like I said, he got those nerves. He, he looked so out of sorts in that first half of that Kalamazoo game. I think he took all the nerves he had left in his body and just threw them all out in the ice at that point. And then once he scored in that game, uh, it was go time for him. And he didn't have an off button, clearly. And it's also good to see Hawkins get a goal too in this one. He needed he needed to get on the score sheet big time uh, in the goal column at least. He had an assist in the first game, but Bliss getting two assists, love to see that. Colin with two two assists and a goal in that game, good for him. Lewandowski, we needed to see him get on the score sheet as well, a goal and an assist. Craig's two goals and an assist. It's all stuff you want to see from this team. So very very happy with their result from the weekend. Way to end this episode on a positive note. Thanks, Walleye. Yeah. I mean, they their home opener is Friday. The home opener is going to be a party. Uh, there is a pre-party at the field beforehand. So we calling in. I have Friday off. You do not. 
Yeah. Shut up. Oh, I can't. I remember I said I can't. It's at 7. The game's at 7.15. I have so much going on at work that Friday. <laughs> oh. There's still tickets left. I looked before wow. we got over here. To That's see. a shocker. Yeah, because typically these are sold out way in advance. So, yeah, there's like a pre-party. Uh, there's a couple different events that they have going for this. I want to uh, see. I'm sorry. I just want to see highlights of the third period of this game because it just seems wild. I also love seeing the walleye score three goals in each period. Way to spread it around. So there is, so here's the opening night pregame party for the Toledo walleye for Friday, November 3rd. Uh, Headsville Park from 4 to 6, they're doing live music. Uh, local band, the Skittlebots. That sounds awesome. We'll have to look this up. Uh, Fleetwood's Tap Room will be open for food and drinks. Uh, the Spike Tunnel, Inflatable Hockey Rink, and Cornhole will be all out. And then alumni players and head coach Pat, uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Was it McCash? Is it McCash? He'll be in attendance. Uh, the event is free. It's open to everybody. So That's you, awesome. Yeah, you don't need to have, have a ticket. Good job, Wally. Huntington Center, the aquarium, 530 to 7. There's going to be a DJ, a cash bar, and then alumni players in attendance again. Awesome. The event is open to the public, but you do need to have a game ticket. Okay. So that one's not free. And then the game starts off at, I believe, 7 15 is puck drop. So the, uh, I know when I, when I put out at Friday, I'm like, do we do this and then call in Saturday? Because <laughs> getting back is going to be the, that's the a problem. That's a you guys trip, unfortunately. I cannot with work on that one. That would be disastrous for me. It, it would be my whole solo. month basically counts on the first like week and a half. So. Oh, yeah. Not a not a chance, but I'd be extremely jealous. I'm half tempted. Do it. Uh, let's see if my dad will go with me, because that'll be a that'll be a trip. Because we we're supposed to go the Saturday to a trip, but that got canceled. Yep. So, but yeah. Anything else you want to add this week, man? This is a longer episode because of nine idiots. But uh, well, no, two idiots. Yeah. <laughs> Where do the other seven people come from? <laughs> They're here with us. Bro, don't even start. That's, <laughs> that's for the bonus episode. I'll talk oh. more about. Oh, yeah. I mean, I told you about the voices I picked up on the microphone last episode, right? Oh, no. I'm just kidding. I'm gonna, Nick's going to have nightmares. I'm oh, sorry, guys. God. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, close her out. Close her out. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in this week. Hopefully, I brought enough energy this week and didn't cough through this too much. We'll see how the edit turns out. <laughs> but appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thank you, the Hockey Podcast Network, for being fantastic partners and hosts. Shout out to DraftKings for being awesome sponsors and didn't take my money this week. I won money this week, fools. Um, outside of that, thank you all. We appreciate you all. Over to you. I got to thank. So we're still at Patreon. Uh, I found out that. Oh, Discord, good. I'm glad we're still there. We didn't give up on it yet. Yeah, we didn't give up on it yet. Don't give up on us on that either. <laughs> I, I realized the Discord wasn't set up, so I'm, I'm working my way through that one. Oh, so, Lord. Uh, just be patient. It'll be. It should be fully active by the end of this week. So, mm-hmm. uh, but we are posting episodes in the Patreon side. Uh, thank you, Randy and Michael Alcera. And what else we got? Oh, we got to thank our sponsors. Right? Who? Oh, uh, you don't know who our sponsor. Uh, we're, we're still with DraftKings. I literally did all that already. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was, I was. There's <laughs> a doubt for a minute. This there. is the best end yet. <laughs> oh gosh! All yes, right. we thanked our sponsors and our partners already. What else do I have to add? I think. Uh, watch out for deers. Well, oh, is this episode going out tomorrow? I hope so. All right, watch out for trick or treaters. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, happy Halloween, everybody. The episode will be out either tomorrow or on Halloween itself. So, happy Halloween, everyone. Put the phones down. Watch out for kids. Love you all. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to the Hockey Town West podcast. Be sure to check us out on Twitter at HockeyTownWPod and your host, Nick at GR Hockey Guy and Brandon at Brandon GR Hockey.